encountered no one so far. I agree. This smells like a trap. Noticed that, have you? What do you mean? I mean that we are obviously walking into a trap. We've encountered no Taplex, and we're almost to the bridge. You did say that there were only two Taplex that we have seen so far. Perhaps there are no others. As much as I would prefer to believe that, when you've been in these situations as often as I have, you become quite good at spotting traps. Is this the door to the bridge? In the typical Taplex ship layout it is. I'll bet the door will be open just as all the others were on the way in. Since we know it's a trap, shouldn't we leave? I very much doubt there is any way out of here now but to go forward. Shall we? We all appear to be armed and ready, Doctor. Let's go. Open sesame! Come in. <gasps> Pusha! What? We've been expecting you, and at last we finally meet face to face. I cannot tell you how much I have enjoyed watching you all this time. I feel like I've come to know you already. Who is she? It's another of those blasted savages. I knew it! It is my sister, Pusha. Your sister? So this is where you have been, Pusha? You have been helping the Tupelax all this time? Yes, dear sister. I have indeed. And you are just in time to see the arrival of their matriarchs. Someone stop her! We have no chance against the matriarchs! I'll take care of her! Oh! Grosia! Fitzjames! What are you doing? Preparing a meal for my matriarchs. Doctor, I think Fitzjames is infected like the others. Yes, he is, isn't he? Who suspected? Oh, yes. His story of being knocked unconscious while the whole camp was slaughtered seems somewhat suspicious. I find it very unlikely he wasn't left alive for some reason. It matters not that you know, Doctor. Soon the matriarchs will be freed. And we will all feed. Now drop your weapons. While that gun of yours is to prevent us from interfering, I suppose? Nothing must prevent the matriarchs from being freed from her long imprisonment. I see. How about you, Pooja? Anything I can say to persuade you from freeing the matriarchs? Of course not, Doctor. You and the white man will die just as the matriarchs promised. Is that why you are doing this, Pusha? Do you have so much hatred in your heart still that you would kill even me? The matriarchs has promised you will be spared. You may have helped the white man, but you are still my sister. But there are good white men, like the doctor and Grosia. You must see that. You have been listening to us through the necklace you gave me. You know that they have treated me well. The doctor is not a white man. He is an evil spirit. The matriarchs has told me so. He travels through a gateway that looks like a blue box to help the white man and hurt our people. Do not believe his lies. And as for Grosia, he is merely using you for his convenience. He does not see you as a potential bride, but as a plaything. He will go back to his people when he tires of you and leave us with the white man's diseases. Clear your mind, see the truth, and join me, sister. No, Pusha! He is a good man. He is kind, unlike your Lieutenant Smith. You are so naive, sister. Do not worry. You shall live to see you are mistaken. He will betray you, just as Smith betrayed me. Who was Smith? He was a crewman on the expedition that left my father with tuberculosis. He claimed he loved me, but he left with the other white men when it was time for them to go back to England. I'm not a spirit, Pooja, evil or otherwise. 
I do travel in a blue box as an explorer in time, as it seems your matriarchs may have deduced. Can I assume she is in possession of my TARDIS? Yes, the Matrix has your blue box. It is with her even now. She has trapped your spirit here, even as you were responsible for trapping her and your spirit world. This Matrix of yours has really been telling you some tall tales, hasn't she? I had nothing to do with trapping her in another dimension or spirit world, as you call it. I suspect the Taplex were trapped there by a malfunctioning hyperdrive. Did she blame me from the beginning, or when I arrived here and started helping Crozier and his men? It is as you say, but I am sure she did not tell me simply because she did not suspect you would return. So whom did she say was responsible? The white man. But you are in league with them, so you are as evil as they are. They're not evil, Pooja. Well, not most of them. They can be stupid and selfish, careless and ignorant, but that surely is true of all peoples who inhabit this planet. There are good and bad people no matter your race or species, for that matter. Your own people treated you as an outcast, did they not? Sometimes people can be cruel. Sometimes people make mistakes. Your father's tuberculosis was an accident. Those sailors never intended to infect him. An accident? You are telling me that my father's death was an accident? That Smith left me to suffer by accident? That my people felt my sister and I were cursed by evil spirits was a simple mistake? That the hatred I feel for the white men after years of raising my sister and fending for myself as my people shunned us is wrong? Pooja, it isn't wrong to feel anger. Take it from someone who is an outcast among his own people. I have seen others in our situations become bitter and let their petty hatreds consume them. If you let your anger control you, it will destroy you and those that you care about. There is still hope, Pooja. You and your sister can find a place to live where you will be treated well. You lie, evil spirit. You would say I found this ship by accident, but you are wrong. The good spirits guided me here after I could stand being an outcast no longer and left my tribe. It was the spirits who guided my hand when I discovered the control on this very console that allowed me to talk to the Tupelaks. I communed with them and for many seasons they taught me what I needed to know in order to bring them here temporarily. At first they built this strength by killing the occasional Inuit. But our people are scattered throughout this land and were not plentiful enough to supply the Tupelaks with enough power to come through all the time. When what they call dimensional instability occurred, were the pathways weak enough for them to come through? You killed our own people? They deserved it, Leak. They treated us like animals. We were fed scraps and not allowed as close to the fire as others. We were not allowed to marry? We were barely allowed to survive. This was only the beginning of my vengeance, but I knew the white men were the true evil ones. Once Franklin's crew arrived here, it was like a feast for the Tupelaks, and I was only too happy to help. They told me to give my sister the necklace that allowed the Tupelaks and me to spy on you, and I encouraged her to be friendly to the white men since she was always so kind even to those that treated us poorly. You have been quite the help, little sister. I would never have knowingly helped you commit such terrible acts! <laughs> even now, little sister, you are the sensitive one. 
as the Tupelaks have fed on the crewmen, they have quickly grown in power and soon they will all be here. The taste of revenge is so sweet. She's mad, Doctor. There's no reasoning with her. We'd best take the offensive. If I take on Fitzjames, do you think you could stop her? I'm not sure the time is quite right. And besides, petty old boy, my hearing has improved. It seems the T-Plex have passed a few improvements along to me. I was also able to smell my prey as I tracked them down while they ran. It was so exhilarating. You animal! I'll kill you! Uh-uh, Peddy. I've got the gun. You best spend your brief time left checking on the Irish captain here. He seems to be coming round. Oh! Are you all right, Captain? Oh, I'll be fine, Peddy. Of course he will. I'm sure the Irishman's had a worse hangover than that before. Mind you, the next time he's hungover, it'll be over a spit. You know you can fight the nanites you're infected with. You don't have to let them change you. You're still a human. Fight it. Why should I? Because these are your shipmates, your friends. Who you are now isn't who you were. Who you still are. I, I've tried to resist, but I'm so hungry all the time. I just have to feed. It's not your fault. When you and the Taplex were struck by lightning, you were infected by little machines that began to override aspects of your personality. You can fight it. Put the gun down. I feel like I'm starving all the time. It's unbearable. I have to listen to the Taplex. They've promised me a feast. Think back. Think about how you tried to resist. Find your old self. We all tried to resist after we were struck by the lightning. Tozer must have succumbed first. Then he disappeared with the rest of you. Wilkes was next. We discovered him eating semen baits. He was shot to death immediately. Later that night, Daly and I could hold out no longer. We uncovered the corpses and fed on them. But that wasn't enough. We had to have more. We picked the crew off one by one until the T-Plex arrived. They started killing the rest of the crew and we joined in. It was a massacre. We, we thought we were next, but the T-Plex seemed to like us. They adopted us like, like pets. They left us behind as a trap for you. Why would they do that? Why would they not just kill us themselves? They seemed to think it was funny. They were also in a hurry to get back here to transfer their energy to this ship so that the matriarchs could be freed. They told me if I wanted to feed like never before that I should kill daily to earn your trust and then come with you here until I could spring a trap where the matriarchs could feast on you herself. You're pathetic. I know, I know, I'm so weak. <laughs> you can make up for it in a small way. Help us. No, I, I can't. Who would feed me? I have to eat. You don't understand. Don't come any closer. Doctor, Pooja's doing something with the console. What? No, Pooja, stop. I have enjoyed listening to your stories, but now it is time to finish what I started. It is time for the matriarchs to appear. One more step, Doctor, and I will have no choice but to shoot you. What can we do? This! Stop her, Doctor! I'll take care of Fitzjames! Hold it right there, Crozier. I've still got the gun. 
Yes, but you can't cover both of us at the same time! Pooja, you have got to stop! The entire human race is at risk! Doctor, look out! You must have forgotten about us, Doctor. I believe he did. I do not think you will be interfering, Doctor. Actually, I thought you'd be around here somewhere, but I had to try, didn't I? It was an amusing attempt. We watched you from a monitor elsewhere in our ship. It was an entertaining discussion. We were very amused by your bickering. But now our matriarchs arrive, and the time for talk is over. Behold! I am here at last, and I'm ready to feed. give you indigestion, but I might just be palatable if you've got some seasoning. What about it, Poudre? Have any spices aboard, hmm? How dare you mock us, Doctor? My tubalax will kill you. Kill him, matriarchs. D- do you mind if I ask a question first? Why didn't your two henchmen over there kill us before we got here? Weren't you taking a big risk that we'd stop you? <laughs> Hardly. As you saw, they were watching you, and with their speed and reflexes, we were never in any danger. We like to play with our prey, Doctor. (sighs) While we were waiting for my ship to assimilate all the energy Katuk and Haranth had gathered, we thought it would be amusing for the two siblings to have one last reunion. (laughs) You disgusting creatures! You have obviously infected my sister, like you did Fitzjames to make her so twisted, and I shall kill you for it! Your sister came to us this way, puny one. We did nothing more than offer her a chance for revenge against those she already hated. And I have enjoyed every moment. Waste no more time, matriarchs. Kill them! Unfortunately for her, this human has ceased to amuse me. Perhaps she will provide some nourishment instead. No, Matriarchs, not me. I followed all of your instructions. I have been loyal. Pusha! No, Liak. You can't help her. They'll just kill you too. A wise choice, Doctor. No one will interrupt our Matriarchs' feeding. Please, Matriarchs, let me live. Mm, still, you bark orders at the Matriarchs. Unfortunately, for you, my bite is worse than my bark. Nice flavor. You abominations. Why so upset, Doctor? These primitives are hardly more than livestock. 
Surely an advanced time traveler like yourself can see that. They are far more than livestock, and you are just as primitive as they are. I know your species. I know that your kind feed upon any other life forms, no matter what their stage of advancement. So don't dare to use that as an excuse. How dare you speak to the matriarchs that way? Prepare to die, Doctor. No, Harumph. He amuses me. And he is quite right. We feed upon whatever is available. It is our nature. Maybe I will keep him around. I haven't been this entertained since we crashed here centuries ago. How did your ship crash? Hyperdrive malfunctioned. We had no choice but to attempt a landing on this primitive planet. But Katuk was unable to maintain control of the ship. When our ship crashed, we were trapped! Half-phased in this reality, half-phased into a transitional dimension, which the hyperdrive passes through. We were unable to access the controls that we needed to repair the engines. How did you come back to this dimension then? Our ship's hyperdrive malfunction has caused a great deal of dimensional instability! Occasionally we were able to cross over back to this dimension. It was very brief at first. We appeared for more than seconds before being drawn back to the hyperspace dimension due to our link to our ship's energy core. I see. That's how you survived. You've linked yourself to your ship's core to supply yourselves with the energy to live. The energy was insufficient to bring us over to this dimension. Permanently, however, our ship has a self-replenishing energy source. But the power is being drained by the dimensional... So you appeared as insubstantial ghosts in this world, leading the Inuit to believe you are evil spirits. They distorted your name over the centuries from Tuplex to Tupalax. The rifts between dimensions have become more frequent as the years passed. And the dimensional instability grew! We were able to stay and in this reality long enough to feed on a few humans to increase our power. But the Inuit population are too sparsely distributed 
and our stay is too brief to feed on enough of them to supply sufficient power. <clears throat> Didn't you attempt to repair your hyperdrive? Of course we did! No! <clears throat> but our time here was too brief at first. And now the damage is too severe after all these years! <clears throat> our engines are irreparably damaged. Then those two seafaring vessels became trapped in the ice here, with a feast aboard. Yes! Yes! Once we discovered them, we were able to utilize our stored energy to direct some of the rifts to open near those vessels. So that we were able to feed on the crews with increasing regularity. As our power grew, so did our control. And you used poor Pooja to operate the controls you needed on this side of the rift to control the energy flow. I'm surprised you held out feeding on her for so long. You to Plex are not known for your restraint. Oh, oh it was difficult, ah, Doctor. But we needed a pawn, and her bitterness towards the Englishman was just what we needed to control her. I will kill you, Demon Spawn! No, Liak! Crozier! Petty! Help me hold Liak back! I will kill you, and all of your kind! Maybe we should go down fighting. Where there's life, there's hope. Well, we'll have to put a stop to hope then. Come here, tasty morsels.